welcome to Expounded Universe, Season 24, Episode 6, A Loa Down Dirty Shame. The book, Shadows Rising, by Madeline Rue. The year was, uh, 2018. It's about World of Warcraft. With your host, Jeff and John, let's go! Welcome back to Expounded Universe, the Star Wars, sometimes World of Warcraft, sometimes Supernatural, sometimes Star Trek meets the X-Men uh, novel discussion podcast where I'm Jeff and that's John and the points don't matter. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm doing I'm doing all right now. You doing all right now? Now. Yeah, now you know, is fine. I think yesterday you were having you were having uh, a very significant headache because yeah. we were trying to work on our, our most recent book. Stay tuned. Cool new project coming. Yeah, coming down the pipeline. I had to cut my workout this morning off slightly early because oh. i also had a ridiculous headache and oh. was like i can't do things anymore i assumed that my gym would be closed and didn't try to go in so i just went for a walk in the morning and played with my giant weight set out here in the garage mm-hmm. um and then went to the zoo for several hours where sage got her hand caught in an elevator door wow yeah i thought that shit was gonna be fake like it squeezed the shit out of one of her fingers she's gonna be okay but it was bleeding out from under the nail wow yeah fucked yeah. Not so, cool. how much are you getting from the zoo? Uh, we we didn't even report it uh, because we were like, she's going to be all right. It's 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 going to be fine. We don't want to make this into a whole Aww, thing. you should Probably fuck should over those go, animals get, for get, some money. Get some. Me- yeah, I mean, it's a non. Technically, the zoo is a nonprofit on paper, in the same way as like you know breast cancer research is. Where yeah, technically, it does an amazing amount of important work for breast cancer, but it also makes a shitload of money for a lot of very important people. Yeah, there are some people at the top that get a lot of money. Yeah. But it's not for profit. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me let me just say, I'm not like against breast cancer research. I feel like I definitely have wandered down a dark path when this this line of comparison. Uh huh. But that zoo is rich as fuck. Yeah. It's and you should take some of that. You should, should get your I should have gotten wet. a chunk. I should have been like, look, your elevator tried to eat my daughter. And you should have at least been like, give me some guest passes or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me my memberships for free. Those things were expensive. Exactly. Yeah. So we uh we That's the American I mean, way. I literally had to like pull her hand out. It made a thunk noise when I pulled her hand out of there. Wow. It was not cool. Fucked. Yeah, so. Fucked up. Scary, scary. Uh, but turns out she's going to be just fine. All it cost me was a, an ice cream sundae to get her to calm down about it. I Mostly to get her to hold the sundae so that her hand would have some cool on it. Because she wouldn't touch ice. I was like, here, hold this ice. She's like, no, it hurts. I don't want ice. I was like, what about ice cream? Okay. <laughs> I can hold that. <laughs> I can. <laughs> uh, and I'll stop crying, too. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got ice cream. Yeah, so universal bomb, a panacea, if you will. It's uh, a panacea. 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 Yes. Oh, I like the sloppy Italian C when I'm translating from <laughs> a Greek. Panacea. So. Panacea. <laughs> it's like pancetta. I mean, it makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I assume uh, the pan- panacea. Oh, yes, a universal pancetta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it solves anything. <laughs> Haven't you ever tried to solve a problem with a universal panettone? <laughs> it's got little fruits in there. Uh, so so you're doing well though i'm doing okay now the the headache has subsided and i am fine when last we left our heroes who baby when last we left our heroes yeah i don't even remember you can do this part i'm gonna i'm uh, gonna open my soda it takes it takes the entire length of a, <laughs> of a recap it's you like really... to get real gentle and very precise uh-huh, uh-huh. uh so last time we i mean mostly god there's <laughs> in the, in the same way that we do with uh, Star Wars novels, baby, there's a lot of wheel spinning in this, and we did oh, sort boy. of discuss it last episode of like because you can't really further the plot in a book because every person playing the MMO would fucking riot. You can't really be like, oh, and then we like caught Sylvanas off screen. Like yeah. that's not a thing you get to no, do. Yeah, these books have more or less you normally would expect them to make up their own threat and then resolve it off screen. And it's a threat you'll never see in the game, which they are doing. You know, that spider cult thing. Yeah, but even then that's still basically like, oh, there were blood trolls that you fought and these are just the blood trolls again, but yeah. now they don't have Gahoon anymore to worship, so it's just a spider loa. Yeah. But we had <sighs> after the attack on Talanji with the assassins going there. Uh, they summoned up their big, 
like island-wide storm. Uh-huh. That's the blood trolls are summoning up a big island-wide storm to stop uh, people from coming to the aid of the of uh, the Zandalari. So Matthias Shaw and Flynn, Flynn Fairweather, Fairwind. Fair, yeah. Fairwind, whatever, uh-huh. uh, went to go try and follow up a lead on where the... Uh, like random dark ranger that was running around in the eastern kingdoms was yeah found out they were headed towards zandalar so they got there basically as the storm was coming down on them right so we're we aren't entirely certain what has happened to them and we won't know in these chapters but probably they are somewhere in zandalar i assume they're fine because matthias shaw was alive in the next expansion as far as i know yeah matthias shaw still around so probably fine yeah <laughs> i mean i'm not sure i i haven't checked to see if he's still standing around in the si7 headquarters or whatever recently <laughs> uh but uh we have you know good things to remember that uh Zakan made a promise to Buon Somdi to try and, like, get Talanji to join up with the Horde. Yes, Buon Somdi really wants that. Yep. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I mean, most of last episode was just a bunch of torture happening. Yeah, yeah, it was just, another Alaria and Turalian torturing people chapter. Yep. So In, in this case, they were torturing a, uh, a, a fisherman, like a whose family was just there watching. Yeah, they were like, oh, you got to watch as we torture your dad. And it led right into, I think it was uh, Jaina, Jaina watching that and then going to to report all that to uh, Anduin, Anduin who, was currently, who was like, I'm like, fine with that. Ah, uh, I'm becoming a hard man. The perils of war. Ah. Uh. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing to see him them doing that to him right at the moment when, if you know what happens to him in Shadowlands, it's like, this is wholly unnecessary. Ah. Uh. He's about to go through some real shit anyway and come out looking a lot more like a CGI guy like than than <laughs> like a like a, like the regular character. He Have you seen that that new trailer, that one for the deep, Yeah, the World Within World Within expansion where all of a sudden he just looks like an actual human now yep. and not even slightly video gamey? No. They did not It's very funny cuz they gave him regular human proportions instead of wow human proportions yeah. and then also thrall. Well thrall they just left like he looked in the movie. Exactly. Or he They're was like, in the movie but still. Here's baby. here's a big orc yeah. and also here's a normal, a normal ass human. A normal ass guy. Yeah, thrall looked ridiculous but next to him it was like, "Oh, you guys got to perfect this. I'm impressed at how cool you managed to make Anduin look, but you got to cartoon him up about 10%." Yeah, he's got to be kind of weirdly proportioned. Too you big of hands. Give him big old shoulder pads. Yeah, big shoulder pads, too big of hands. You know what? You know what a Warcraft human looks like? You're Blizzard. <laughs> Come on, you do this. Yeah. But anyway, that is where we had left off before. Uh we pick up with these chapters. Mm, with yes. Thrall, speaking of Thrall. Yeah, it's time for some Thrall stuff. Yeah, we get a whole like the longest chapter of these 3 is dealing with Thrall who <laughs> basically does fucking nothing like yeah. there's a lot that goes on in this there's a lot of character stuff but like nothing occurs because thrall we join in orgrimmar he has gone to his the place he's staying and of course he's like oh all of the other like big leaders of their factions the diplomats and whatever have big super fancy huts i guess in orgrimmar because i'm having trouble believing that like they're trying to set him up as like a man because he's like oh I'm, i've got a small hut because anytime i'm in a big place i feel so alone without my family there yeah he's got two kids in agra his wife agra and he you know, he's like oh i i would just it would just amplify the emptiness which is why unlike the other horde leaders i have chosen small pa and i'm like you're telling me that like the the lady in charge of the vulpera insisted on a giant palace yeah she lives in a cart also, man, you ever been in Orgrimmar? There's no giant anything in there. There's like, oh, I guess if you go to like a meeting hall, it is a big hut. Yeah. Like, there is not exactly like, ah, palatial estates where someone who is rich would go. Yeah, I, I want to see the, where the rest of them are, are now. I'm like, okay, you've set the standard. You're like the extra humble guy, so you need the special little tiny enclosure. What's Gayara, the leader of the Magar orcs, staying in right now that's, like, so special that she needs to be in it? Yeah. It's got to be all huge for her to be like, yes, finally, I am accorded the status I have, I have demanded and deserve. Like, if he had specifically called out, like, oh, I want just a humble, like, one-room hut because I, I don't want something like Lorthamar does. Yeah. Because Lorthamar, I assume, is like, 
all right, you got to fancy this shit up yeah, for me a I little assume bit. Lorthamar and Thalysra are kind of in the range of like, oh, we want something big enough to ac- to match our status as, as the elves we, we truly are. Yeah, but they, I mean, they're both like, oh, we're elves that came from big, fancy, ridiculous cities. But I'm not going to feel the same way about like Mela High Mountain. No. Or, you know, she's going to be like, no, I don't even, I don't live here. I want to get back to Thunder Bluff where I'm from. Just give me whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's funny it's just a, it's just a weird thing where they it's just a chance for for thrall to show a little bit more of his i'm the orc jesus virtue to be like i i i refuse the the wonderful trappings afforded by my rank and stature because i'm too good of a boy and i'm like yeah but you don't gotta throw the other leaders under the bus yeah also lillian voss doesn't want a fucking castle she feels like she might be fairly opposed to that concept ah. the uh the fact that he is also sitting there being like ah, oh, and i've got just this entire cooked meal that someone gave me. Mm-hmm. It's like an entire boar haunch, and I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to let that go to waste because I'm not hungry. Oh, you son of a bitch. You know how much it costs to make a fucking giant meal in fucking Warcraft nowadays? It's ridiculous. Yeah, if someone made you a giant boar haunch, you should probably give that to someone. They yeah. can use that. That thing's going to give them 60 versatility <laughs> for one hour. One whole hour. And, you know, if you see a boar haunch on a plate that's going to sit out in the real world and be visible, that thing costs 30 boar haunches. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Plus some, like, aqueous flux or something. <laughs> so Thrall is sitting there mostly just thinking about, like, oh, I miss my family. I've got a wife and two kids, and we live on another planet, and I wish I was on a different planet right now, because Warcraft is fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah, he lives on Draenor Outland. No, he's, I think he's, he's an Outland. He's, he's in the Grand. He, yeah, he's, he's in Nagrand and not, not uh, whatever you call that in Draenor, which is an alternate universe and hard to get to. Yeah, no, he's just in Outland, on another planet, yeah, hanging out in the one nice place in the entire planet. Yeah, I'm glad the elements transfer, like like credits in colleges, where he just goes to the Outland, he's like, what's up, elements? And they're like, hey, buddy, yeah, we exist across these dimensional lines as well. I mean, or I don't actually, I'm not sure if... if the thing uh, is, he says in these chapters, he's like, oh, normally when I'm out in Outland, the reason I'm out there is because I'm not a shaman there, I'm not in contact with the elements. Boo. That's some bullshit. That's where he won the Mokgarah against Gor- uh, or, uh, Garrosh. And he did it by making the elements come up out of the ground and squeeze him. Dude, it's you find a fucking broken element shaman man because that's how you get, like, the uh, the Draenei shaman. I guess he, he does not so much that he's not a shaman there, so much as he's not the shaman there who's got all these responsibilities and shit. Well, in the chapter, he still says, like, oh, I don't, I have no communion with the elements out there, which... Bullshit. Wild. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't Every line up. Every time he goes to Outland, the elements are like, "Hey, man, what's up?" And he's like, "Uh, new uh, spirit, who this?" Unread, leaving it on <laughs> unread. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. What up, this this Ragnaros? You you busy? <laughs> <laughs> you Earth? <laughs> so, uh, okay. Um, when he's sitting there, not about to eat his meal, when all of a sudden his door is darkened by the visit from one of his greatest advisors in the shaman kingdom over at the uh, Maw. The Earthen Ring. The Earthen Ring. Yucca. Yep. Or Yuka. Yucca. Yucca. Yucca is another orc, but they never get around to saying that in these chapters, leaving you wondering what this guy is exactly. Yeah. But he's another orc. Uh, and he is here to basically be like, hey, I made the arrangements you wanted. Because he's got connections among... Uh, the, the denizens of Teldrassil, or what used to be Teldrassil, this is post the burning. Yeah, I mean, he is, again, he's one of the shaman of the Earthen Ring, so not, like, horde associated in the same way that, like, the Moonglade druids are not horde or alliance associated. Yes. Uh, so he's vaguely neutral, and, you know, Thrall is vaguely neutral as far as normally he is either... Ni- neither of them or part of the Earthen Ring as well. Yeah, although at, right at the moment, he once again represents the orcs for the War Council. <laughs> He's once again part of the Lollipop yeah, Guild. Dragged him back in, gave him a tiny hut. Uh, and he used to belong to Leomond. Uh, Yaka is also here just recklessly eyeballing that boar haunch. He's hungry on boar haunch, isn't he? <laughs> he shows up and he's like, dude, I've been traveling for so long. I'm so hungry. And yet I got to give news 
to your dumb ass. Yeah. He's like, it's funny too and because he's like, fucking with him. He's like, oh, you look at it. You look at my boar haunch, huh? huh? You want some boar haunch? Well, that's mine. But uh, anyway, go ahead and tell me what you needed to tell oh, me. I didn't even want it. I'm going to put it in the trash. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't just say, you can eat it if you want. He's like, yeah, that's my boar haunch. And then eventually, midway through the conversation, Yuka just starts eating it and he gets emboldened by the fact that Thrall isn't stopping him. Yeah. He's just like, there's a point where they're talking and he like, reaches over and just peels a little bit off and has some. Thrall notices and doesn't say anything. And so at that point, he's like, oh, well, fuck it. I'm taking a whole big bite. This is mine. (laughs) (laughs) I made this. (laughs) I mean, it's wild to think that you would do that. If If I'm looking at someone and they're like, oh, we're having a meal and they've got a plate of fries and I reach over and take a fry without even asking and they don't say anything. They're like, I'm going to let that slide, whatever. It's one fry. But if I go then grab a handful of fries... I'm an asshole. Try it sometimes. See how it goes for you. I'm a huge piece of shit if I do that. Not to me. Take my fries. I'm not going to eat them. <laughs> I'm too troubled by my distance oh, from the, my wife. Oh, the troubles. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm married, by the way. I, that happened over the uh, over the break between the last two episodes yeah, we made. Now, now he's a married man. Yeah. He's off the market, ladies and gentlemen. I'm off the market and, for additional marriages and non-binaries. No more marriages for this guy <laughs> in this state. I don't think there's any state where I could get married again right now without without a divorce proceeding first. I don't think there's a state where... Ah, there's no Utah polygamies? No, I think they, had, they specifically had to renounce that as a religion to get statehood. I was, which they, you know, they just were like, all right, well, we'll just retur- restrict it to the fundamentalist weirdos who do some horrible, horrible things. Yep. Um, but they still aren't doing it legally. Mm. Except in the eyes of, I don't know. Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. He can uh, see him through that hat. Thrall has basically two messages here. One, he has a little missive that he's gotten from Zakan. Yeah. uh, That is, oh, uh, he's finding out that the assassins that tried to murder Talanji in Orgrimmar tried to murder her again in Zandalar. And he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, just let us help you. What is wrong with you? Yeah, but well, it's not a thing is... he can do anything about because he's also like, I know about the storms now. Also, the thing that the reason that she won't let them help is because they are still being extending an armistice to Jaina Proudmore. Yeah, uh, she wants to kill Jaina and will not w- w- sign up for the horde until they allow her to kill Jaina or help her kill Jaina. Well, yeah, because they're like, no, we have an armistice with the alliance, which Jaina is a part of. We're not going to go to war again with the entire alliance, so you can kill one lady that you don't like. Yeah. Which ultimately has more, there's more than one person who's already joined the Horde who's in that situation, so. Yeah. Who are like, I have a genocidal hatred of X species, and I will not rest until I have killed every last one of them. It's a thing. But also, uh, Yuka's here with additional news. It seems he's managed to make contact with with his friends in the north of, of Kalimdor, and they have agreed to a meet uh, between Thrall and uh, Tyrande. Yep. So, uh... Previously in WoW, uh, they burned the world tree Teldrassil, which was the Night Elf starting zone. Yes, it was their home city, and it was one of the three or four world trees that exist in the world. Yeah. It's always, every time one of them gets burned down or threatened, they just introduce another one in another zone. So I'm never quite sure how many of them they're supposed to be. Because, I mean, they got the one in Hyjal. That's Nordrassil. And there's that the, one's around. There's the failed fallen down one in the Grizzly Hills of Northrend. Yeah. And then there's the new one that just popped up in Dragon Isles called uh, Amirdrasil. Yes. And I think the one that fell was called Vordrasil or something like that. The one that was in, in uh, Northrend. Wasn't there one in Cataclysm, like in the Firelands area that they were trying to I protect? That, I thought or that was, was that Nordrasil. I think that's I think that's Nordrasil. Okay. Yeah. So they're around. They're these giant trees that are super important. And yeah, Sylvanas, along with the help of, I think it was Varek uh, Starfang or whatever, yeah. and um, uh, Nathanos Blightcaller, burned Teldrassil down and killed thousands of night elves. Yep. And that's fucked. So they committed real bad war crimes. Real bad war crime. And ever since the uh, Syl- or Sylvanas, or Tyrande, excuse me, Tyrande Tyron- has taken it a little farther in the revenge trip than most of these people tend to do. She's like... Well, she has become the supernatural embodiment of vengeance from her goddess. Yeah, she's become... I think it's called the Night Hunter. The Night Warrior. The Night Warrior, where she was like, all right, Elune, uh, give me all the powers until I I accomplish this mission of vengeance. 
uh, I have to kill Sylvanas, and until I do, I'm entirely in your service, and blah, blah, blah. And her eyes turn black. And then if you do a quest and you're a night elf, then you can turn your eyes black, too, and become your own night warrior. Hell yeah. Uh, but anyway, he, Thrall gets the message from Yucca that's like, hey, uh, Taronda says she will meet with you under one condition, and it's that you bring what is owed. And Thrall's like, what? the fuck are you talking about? She's, and he's just like, dude, she said you'd know what that means. I don't know. Should have just brought a universal Panatoni. <laughs> would have solved everything. Oh, yeah. That would have been great if he showed up and was just like, I brought a Panatoni. And she's like, fuck yeah, dude. God, I knew you'd get it. I'm so mad at you right now, but I really want tiny fruit and bread and sweet bread. <laughs> oh, and he's man. Like, he's like, it's one of the chocolate chip ones. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's your head then. Oh, well, fuck you. <laughs> get out of here until it, you get me what's owed. It needed to be tiny fruit. Uh, but the reason he wants to meet with Taronda and mostly try to like get like some sort of accord between the Earthen Ring and the Moonglade Druids is because they have discovered something is fucked up with the spirit world. The afterlife cycle is is all jacked up. Something's going on. He's like, oh, like our shaman can't like help the spirits move on the way they normally can. Something fucked up is happening with the spirit realm, and we know the druids know about it too, because they're also in tune with spiritual shit. Uh, for some reason, we aren't going to priests about this. We but... also aren't talking to alliance shamans who show up at either the Earthen Ring or the Maw location. We're just not doing that. We gotta go We gotta go to Moonglade for this one, or Hyjal is where they actually go. Yeah. Um. So, he's like, great, uh, yeah, I'll figure that out. Thanks, Yuka. Yuka. Uh, and then he calls for his page, an orc page boy named Gunk. And then he calls for his pipe. Uh huh. And his fiddler's three. Yucca was also also said. By the way, Taranda did say there'd be days like this. <laughs> um, but no. So he has a little page boy. He's like, go get me the following two people. I want Bl- I want Bane Bloodhoof and I want Kalia Menethil, and tell them that we're making our way way up the shit north to Nordrasil. Okay, go do that. And Yuka's like, what are you doing, man? It'd be way better if you went alone. Like, I, I got agreements for you to go up there. Why are you bringing extra people? And he's like, I could go completely alone. Do you want me to do that? He's like, no, I also have to go with you. And he, I mean, Thrall's like, the only reason I'm even bringing them is because I'm making a concession to the council who thought if I went and did this, it would be a trap and they would murder me. Yeah. So I need to take at least a couple people for backup that are badasses. Yeah, and definitely the person I should take up there is my bad, my backup is... The war chief. They certainly will not not seize on that opportunity. Uh, so Bane's got to go. Yeah, we got to get Bane. And Bane at least makes sense. You're like, I'm going to bring the, like, nicest, big, friendly guy I can find who also is a druid like them. Yeah. So you're like, cool. You guys got a connection. You're fine. As far as horde people go, you should be as good as you can possibly be. And I was like. Oh, and I know that they hate the Forsaken, so I will also bring one of the representatives of the Forsaken. I mean, Callie Menethil probably feels like she barely counts because she's, like, she doesn't even look undead. She just looks blue. Oh, yeah. And, and she also is Arthas's little sister and has been a, a force for oh, peace for her whole life. Don't worry. I'll do her as the bonus content. Oh, okay. We'll stay, I'll stay out of that then. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I looked her up or anything. That's just all basic baseline knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but she also has been a a force for peace and a force for trying to unite the Forsaken with the uh, the people who have lost them in Stormwind. Yeah, but if you're like, oh, like, my entire world was just blown up by, I don't know, the Germans, and then you're like, hey, we have the leader of the Germans here, you'd be like, I don't want to talk to them right now. I don't care how nice she is. <laughs> I mean, Grant, you've got to work that way. Like, you, you, we had to have meetings with the dude who took over after we after Hitler killed did the only good thing he ever did and killed Hitler. Yeah, uh, we, we you got to hand it to Hitler. <laughs> you do not under any circumstances. <laughs> Hang on, I'm being handed a note. <laughs> uh, but like, we had to have meetings with the next German guy. I don't, yeah, I, I, I hate to inform you that I do not know who that was. Ah, oh, the next German guy, the next important German man. Uh, you know the I forget who it is. It's the guy who was in charge of the Navy who ended up being the one who was finally like, hey, we killed all the other people who were in charge. You have to say you surrender. Okay. But we weren't like, no, I find him too distasteful. I shall never meet with him unless he brings me the head of Hitler's death or zombie <laughs> yes, body. head of Hitler's death. <laughs> so you got, you know, Kalia makes a little bit of sense. He's, he's calculated here. He's like, I'm going to bring the two people who are the biggest peacemakers, the ones who have the strongest connections to nature, to the spirit world, and to trying to fix things. 
And I'm going to have, personally, I would have brought Lorthamar because I would have been like, this guy has been seen in the past carrying on reasonable conversations with with Taranda. Yeah. I mean, being like, I'm going to bring Bane and Lorthamar would be perfect because you're like, I'm going to bring a druid Mm -hmm. and I'm going to bring an elf. Yeah. (laughs) The other one I would potentially consider would be G Firepaw. Because you're like, look, you <laughs> I'm got, gonna bring a panda. We got a panda because there's one of those on your side too. Look, if we can agree on these chubby round, fall, no falling damage losers, then we can agree on lots of things. <laughs> it's fine. Look, we got pandas. You got pandas. I see. Let's you also, be friends. You also got a panda problem. If you tried putting down food traps, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get those little traps where they crawl in and then they can't get out. And you can release them. Yeah. it's very humane. Yeah, you just you basically just build the exit to Rabbit's house slightly too small, and they'll get stuck in there, and then... <laughs> we'll bother. There you go. Especially good because Jim Cummings voices most of the important Pandaren. Yeah, which is just hilarious when you're like, oh, come on, don't make the bear guy be... Oh, come on. Uh, all right, so, so that's the group. That's the group that's going. And they fly out uh, the very next day. They fly out on their Windriders... They get as far as Azara, and they switch to uh, to the, the we call the hippogriffs, hippogriffs, where we get a whole description of how pretty hippogriffs are. Kalia and Bane are like just happy as pigs and shit to be seeing all this cool nature stuff. Oh, the second they get to Nordrasil, the World Tree, they're like, "Holy shit, this place is gorgeous!" And you're like, "Yeah, you can see why they would be angry if you burned one of these down." Yeah, <laughs> maybe don't burn this one, huh? Hey. Maybe watch it's it. especially close to the Firelands, so we're being extra careful. <laughs> we got a we got a big watch out right now. Yeah, this one, but both of them are just like, oh my god, ever seen the light? This is so they, they've got to be These hearing that. These flowers are the most amazing shade of blue. That atmospheric ashen veil music that plays when you're through there, it's all nice and ethereal. It's <laughs> not like that drums and huh noise shit that you get from every place that orcs live. They've got to be thrilled. I assume that they have the same atmospheric a- 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 ambient music that we do when you play the game. Yeah, I assume the background music from when you're playing the game is diegetic. Yeah. It's- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The elements did that. The elements. The elements. Yeah, the element of song. The element of dance. Yeah. And yep. now the element of surprise. <laughs> so, uh, they get there. <laughs> they're all the- they-, they see some pretty fairy dragons, all kinds of nice shit. They get there, but they're, I- Thrall's like, the Bane and and uh, Callier is like, oh my god, this place is beautiful. I love this. I can't believe I finally get to see the World Tree. I've always wanted to be here. Especially Bane, who's always had a stronger connection to the na- to nature than most. He's not a druid, but he, he is. He does have a strong connection. Um, but Thrall's like, ugh, no, we're being watched. There's a pallor over all of this. They could oh, kill yeah. us at a moment's notice. I mean, it's not even that. He's like, guys, I know that it's very exciting, but we're basically walking into a funeral. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like. Wow, this looks great, man. You're like, yeah, my mom's dead. Like, that's not the energy we need to bring yeah, to yeah. this meeting. For the love of God, if you offer to buy one of their blankets. <laughs> oh my God, your local crafts are so beautiful. <laughs> no, please do not do this. <laughs> Is that I'm, turquoise? Oh, I'm considering picking some of these up for my casita. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't mind if I pick some of the wildflowers here, right? <laughs> Oh, hold on. I bought a night elf hat on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. He is just like, guys, I really need you to understand that they are recovering from just the worst crime imaginable for them. Yeah. So maybe, like, rein it in a little. And both of them, to their credit, immediately go, Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, you're My bad. Right. I've uh, that that was me. I'm plus, fucked up. Plus, Bane looks direct at the camera. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Clearly, Torin are the Native American allegory of this game. <laughs> 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 I am wearing 400 pounds of totem pole right now. <laughs> yeah, except you know they're the ones who did a genocide, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, but just a centaur. <laughs> God, in the Dragon Isles. The fact that there is the quest to be like, oh, Bane needs to go hang out with centaurs. And you're like, oh, man, this is going to be great. He's finally going to understand what's going on. And the first time you meet him, he's like, fucking centaurs. Fuck these guys. And I'm like, Bane, my dude. Well, he went through a rough childhood involving centaur. He, you know, it takes him, it takes him a minute. But granted, as far as I can tell, the Dragonflight expansion is all about healing old wounds and reconciliations. Yes. So he does eventually be like, all right, these local centaur here are cool. I don't know about the ones from Desolus. I still don't. I, although, granted, I'm a big Sloppy Sea fan. So let's go ahead and say Desolich. <laughs> Universal Desolache. Desolache. Uh, those ones, those guys, no good. But uh, 
Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he's just like, let's, you know, keep it cool. Let's keep it very chill. We're yeah. not here to, you know, sightsee. So let's hang out. And again, both of them are like, no, you're right. Now that you do mention it, like, the vibes are very off in this place. Yes. Fucking everyone is very sad and grieving. Maybe I'll tone it down a bit. Mm-hmm. So they do go, they get led forward by some night elves to meet with basically every big named night elf that's is still around. Yeah, all the ones that are still alive. You've got you've got Maev, you've got uh Chandra's Feathermoon, you've, you've got, got Malfurion Stormrage. And Tilronda. So you've got all the big names. And there's all of them like, ah, we are the named night elves. And then some night elf just fucking plucking a harp, hanging out. Yeah, she's like their local entertainment. Yeah. And, and she's playing a sad song, too. Which <laughs> Sad song on Ugliest Harp. <laughs> she's playing the night elf Despacito. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> My night elf named Alexa, play Despacito. <laughs> uh, so... So it's really, you know, it's somber mood, but she's like the night elf who like lives in this. They have, they're in a special retreat for important night elves. And boy, Malfurion stands up to acknowledge their greeting, but the rest of them are just like, nope, uh-uh. I mean, Thrall goes in, all three of them immediately like go to a knee, they bow. Everyone else is like, uh-huh, we're not going to react to that. We will show you no deference. And they're like, fair, we fucked up, we get it. Mm-hmm. And Thrall's like, okay, uh, hey... I'm Thrall, I'm here to talk, there's shit in the spirit realm, I was hoping, like, you know what's going on, I know what's going on, how about we hang out? Nothing. Pure fucking stony silence. And he's like, alright, cool, good. Uh, so, maybe we gotta discuss the elephant in the room, and finally, as like a mercy to this terrible vibe, because again, it's just Taronda Malfurion standing there stone-faced at them, just well, like, I mean, nope. He uh-uh. eventually is like, all right, uh, I need to give you what was required. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm very sorry. We burned down one of the world trees that provides you with, you know, immortality. Uh, and no, so here's a $10 Starbucks card. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know there was going to be four of you. I didn't, <laughs> didn't realize it would be such a big deal, but I am very sorry if you're inconvenienced by it. <laughs> And giving this apology, at least, you know, like Jeff says, at least finally someone throws him a bow. With Chandris, who can't take this unpleasant silence anymore and is like, uh, yeah, I think we might be willing to work with you, at least in the spirit of what's going on. Because, yeah, we have also heard reports that the dead are, are restless. And Maev is like, no, uh-uh. You yeah. think sorry is going to fucking cut it? What the fuck is wrong with you? If you want to go be their friend and hang around at Duratar and shit, go ahead, Chandris, you idiot. But the moment that we're done solving this elemental problem, they're going to stab us in the back again. Yeah. Look, you can make nice with the Horde. They don't keep promises. They stab people in the back. Shit, the Alliance doesn't keep their promises. All we can trust are Night Elves. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. And uh, this is, you know, Thrall's like, okay, oh, geez. Um, look, yeah, I, I, we apologize. And Maya's like, you think that's fucking good enough? You really think a, a little, a little oopsie-doops apology? You brought... Bane here. He's the war chief. How how does this not? How is he here free? Doesn't his responsibility fall on him? And Thrall's like, uh, he was in prison when it happened. Oh yeah, Sylvanas did a whole coup thing. It was Sylvanas and Sarok, and we're trying to get Sylvanas. She's gone. We've gotten rid of all of her loyalists, and we aren't even. He's not even a war chief anymore. Yeah, so, we don't even have a war chief. He, like, he was the war chief, yes. But at the moment, we're ruled by a council so that no one gets as much power as Garrosh or Sylvanas ever did. And then she's just like, oh, so you went ahead and spread the leadership so that no one can be blamed for anything. Mm, how oh. convenient. Oh, good. So nobody, nobody's at fault then. Oops-a-daisy, I guess a match just landed on Teldrassil. <laughs> he's like, I, well, I mean, I can't account for Sylvanas, although I can point out that she is dead. Huh? 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 No, okay, okay, bad joke, bad joke. Uh, all right, all right, I but, can see the but, tough crowd. But basically, that's my of going a little too far. So even Chandris is like, no, don't do that. Like, would you want to be blamed for everything that the alliance has ever done? Yeah, no, that doesn't. That isn't how it works. Or else we'd just be constantly churning through kings and war chiefs at an incredible pace and getting more garoshes per square meter. Yeah, is you know the whole like, well, what 
is it going to take? Do you, like, Bane is like, do you want to burn down Thunder Bluff? Do you burn down Orgrimmar? How much death is it going to take for you to think, now we're fine? Yeah. And they go back and forth with this, like, hey, we're trying to make good. Hey, fuck you. You suck. And eventually we get to the point where, like, Malfurion at least is like, hey, everybody, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, he, Malfurion basically is like, we shouldn't have had this meeting. This they, is wrong. They should just go. This isn't going anywhere. It isn't going to work. Yeah. And uh, right as they're turning to leave, he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. This was a good enough. We, we don't belong here. That's that's the point at which Taronda finally breaks out and is like, all right. So she basically late laces into him for, for uh, abdicating, for a lack of leadership, for all kinds of problems. And finally, she says, look, if you want to come back here, if you 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 need to bring me what was owed. You said you had. I told you what you needed to do, and you didn't do it. You brought me a shitty apology. That's nothing. And Yuka is trying desperately to get the the. the he's like the vibe is really bad. We you guys, go. I can feel the arrows hitting me here. So we got to go. And Thrall's like fuck off, and rushes him away. And he's like, look, here's the deal. If I see you again, I will give you the head of Sylvanas Windrunner. Yeah, and Toronto's like, great. Don't contact me unless you have that. Mm-hmm. That's that's unless you've got the quest item ahead of Sylvanas Windrunner, I am not going to c- take your call. Yeah, because everything she set up to that was like, hey, here's the deal: you guys created ten thousand night elf orphans like two weeks ago. They're going to grow up tasting the ashes of Teldrassil in their mouths, and then they're going to come for you. Yeah, you need to know that the way things are right now, the fires of justice and vengeance will burn and consume you unless you make this shit right. Yeah. So with that promise and that agreement, Thrall leaves. And I guess that that's got to be one where they both decided, oh, never mind, because, you know, neither of them kills Sylvana. She just gets, uh, if, if, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played their way through Shadowlands and then the raid content of Shadowlands, she ends up being like imprisoned by the jailer and having to atone for all eternity. Oh, yeah. Her whole deal at the end of that is she has to swim around in the maw of the afterlife, getting all of the souls that shouldn't be there out. And it's like thousands of souls, so she's going to be there for a long goddamn time. It's basically eternity, but we never really kill the big bads. No. Like, even Sargeras is just trapped in a prison dimension and endlessly fighting Illidan. Oh, yeah. I mean, eventually you're going to be like, oh, we've we've gone five fucking expansions. Uh, all right, during one raid, fucking the sky breaks open and Sylvanas shoots out of it because, fuck it, we're out of yeah, ideas. Now she has soul-shooting powers. It's fine. Everything's fine. And now she's, I don't know, white instead of black because... She's all holy light. Still good enough for Michael Jackson, though. I mean, based on that one song. Yeah. No, it you doesn't matter. Th- you probably thought that was super offensive, but no, I'm just referencing the song Black or White. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> you probably thought that was offensive, but that's on you. That's on you. That's not on me. He wrote a song called Black or White. It's off his Dangerous album. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay music Culkin. Music video. Yeah, and I think... Uh, was it? George, George Went. Went. George Went. Music video. <laughs> Great. Great. Great music video. video. <laughs> Turns into a panther. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wait. Does he turn into a panther in that one? I thought, oh, no, he does at the very, very end. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the two car. minutes of him beating yeah. up a car. You're being, beating up a car. Then he's a panther. Yeah. I was like, does he turn into a panther in the, uh, in the, uh, thinking about the time? What is that song? Remember, called? The remember the time? Remember the time. Yeah. yeah. I was like, rem- thinking about the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about a time. Yeah, that's how the song goes. When you and I were together. I like that you can't do even your own voice, Michael Jackson, without whipping your head so bad you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no reason for me to do the head thing, but obviously I'm doing it. <laughs> Eddie Murphy in the video. Great video. <laughs> Great video. I think I'm on as well in that video. Great video. Yeah. Magic Johnson in that video. Great mm-hmm. video. Great video. Okay. <laughs> and now that we've got our Michael Jackson music video bona fides, the next I don't chapter. have any. It's just the two the two videos from, from uh, the Dangerous album, which is <laughs> not like his best work. <laughs> just the album I happen to own as a child. It just happens to be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they leave. And that's the end of that chapter. Yep. Great. Good thing, too, because we have two more chapters to get through. And who, baby? We yeah. have like 10 minutes for each one. Well, like I said, that first chapter was the longest of these. Yeah. Uh, the next chapter, we check in with Talanji again, having uh-huh. a big old nightmare. Yeah, she's dreaming about that bad, bad spider, that that spider Loa, mm-hmm. whose name we keep forgetting. Yeah. So she I, is, I got it. You go she ahead. She's dreaming that she is pinned down by the spider Loa, and it's gonna bite her and kill her and shadra she sees like a 
almost like Freddy Krueger level shit where like oh, on yeah. the face of the dad Bazime uh who was trying to get like oh I need help to get my daughter married off to her lover yeah uh who got captured and was sacrificed by the widow's bite in order to summon these storms uh-huh uh like sees his face in the abdomen of this spider like Help me! Oh, shit! Everything's fucked! You gotta help me, Talanji! And then he catches on fire in there and burns to a crisp, just like he did in real life, because they threw his body into a river and it washed up in Dazaralor. So she's seen it now. She knows what happened. Yeah. So this is a pretty fucked up nightmare for her, and she knows it's a nightmare at the beginning. She's like lucid dreaming her way through it, but eventually it gets too real as she's watching this fucking super giant spider's stomach writhe around with the corpse of one of her her most loyal supporters screaming for help in it. And then it's about to bite her and she calls out for Bwonsamdi. Uh-huh. And wakes herself up and she's like, well, fuck, it was a nightmare and also I accidentally called Bwonsamdi so now I gotta talk to that guy. And he's just like, hey, what somebody want? call for the doctor. Yes. <laughs> and Bwonsamdi's just like, hey, what's up? And she sees him and is like, oh, you're kind of fucked right now. Because getting- also, when we last left, uh, they had their plan for fucking up Bwonsamdi was going into effect, which is we're going to go blow up his temples and try and get rid of his followers and whatnot to weaken him. And it is working. He yeah. he seems, you know, barely there. He's very like he's indistinct. He's wispy. He's he he's got got a weird pallor. His his burning eyes aren't burning as bright as they used to. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. He's definitely doing worse. And she's like, I, ah, what, what? Ah, oh, geez. I had another nightmare and it felt very real. And he goes, yeah, because your guilt is real. Yeah. That's what's <laughs> the, here's the thing. The reason you're having those is because you're all fucked up. Shit's fucked. And you're not doing enough to solve it. You need to start working with people who will help you. Otherwise, why don't you just look out your, I says window, but like the giant you know, pyramid didn't have windows. Yeah. It's so just, you know, look out the balcony, I guess. Looks outside and sees just like eight different spots of the jungle on fire where she's like, oh yeah, there's just parts where the fucking uh, rebels are just burning shit down and fucking things up. She can hear screams coming from her city. So things are not going great right now. Yeah. And she's, so he's like, yeah, see, look, that's the widow's bite right now, burning down your forest and, and coming closer to your people. And they're not even, they're not even really trying to kill you anymore. So much as they're trying to discredit you so utterly that when we, when they kill you, no one will stop them. Yeah, so it's like you've got a bunch of people out there right now that are trying to get rid of you, and they're probably getting more people every day to join them from those who see that you aren't stopping them. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, you got to do this. And finally, she broaches the subject of, like, well, what's wrong with you? How come you look all indistinct? And he's like, because we're connected, and they are trying to kill you by killing me because it's easier to kill me. I don't have a bunch of guards. All I have is a bunch of temples, and for every temple they burn down, and for every person they get to stop believing in me, usually just by killing them, um, my believers get thinner and less, and then I get thinner and less. And here's the problem, princess. Your fada swore you to me, and now we have an unexplicable link. And if you, if he, if if I die, so do you. And, I mean, not quite saying if I die, so do you, but he's like, if I get fucked up, you get fucked up. And yeah. she even looks down like, her hands are kind of withered. Yeah. She's like, oh, oh, I'm I'm sad about this. I do not want this to happen. He's like, well, here's this amazing thing. You've got uh, the ability to call in like an absolute fuck ton of dudes to take care of this problem. Yeah, you have a whole you army. Are not. You have a whole army at your disposal. And even if that wasn't big enough, which apparently it isn't, what, how about like 11 more armies? Oh, no, that's what he's saying. He's like, yeah. you have the ability to call in forces to handle this, yeah. and you just aren't. You just won't do it. And she's like, yeah, of course I won't do it, because they are allies. They won't with- let me kill Jaina. I gotta kill Jaina Proudmore. If I can't kill that witch, I want no business with any of them. They're just as bad as she is. And he's like, no. No, they're not. They they don't like her. They just sworn to an armistice to stop more shit like that from happening. Yeah. Like- Even I, the Loa of Death, who would love it if you idiots all killed each other, don't want that to happen. I mean, the fact that he's like, look, you are essentially letting the fact that you want to do a personal vengeance destroy an entire kingdom that you are supposed to be the queen of. Yeah. You are being selfish and petty, and it is costing you everything. Yeah. And Bonsomni 
at this point has stopped being like, haha, I'm the trickster god. Hoo-hoo, deals, wee. Yeah. He's just like, look, I'm gonna fucking die. You are gonna fucking die. This is all <laughs> messed up. Do something. Cut a deal with the horde. And this is when she finally gets her moment where she's like, fine, I'll cut a deal with the horde. I will agree to the horde for the horde to come here and help. But there are gonna be two conditions. One, if they swear that they're, they're uh, the equal amount of army that they swear to help me to also help me get Jaina later. And two, if they agree to help me at all, once they're done helping me, once we save your ass, you and me are done professionally. Yeah. I want this dumbass bond broken. I am not your queen. Yeah. If, if I get the horde to come in here and save your life, I don't have to be bonded to you. And one, somebody's like, no, no, that's not how that works. That doesn't work that way. And she's like, what do you mean? It doesn't work that way. Can you break the bond or not? And he's like, I can. I just, you, you're going to hate it if I do. Like, right now, I think you have only ever lived in this mode, which isn't true, um, you, but you don't know what it would be like to be alone nowadays. You've got a lot more of my help happening than you think you do. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's like, look, the leader of Zandalar has always had Aloa in their corner. Sadly, the last one got blown up, so you don't have that. You have me. I am helping you even if you don't like it or don't see it. You have no idea how much help I'm giving you. For example, just asking me to do this is a ridiculous offense. Virtually any other Loa in the city would have eaten you by now. Yeah, if you had been, like, protected by the Loa of, you know, raptors or whatever, it would have just eaten your ass yeah. for saying that shit. Gonk, Gonk would have hunt hunted you like a dog for that shit. Grawl would have chopped you in half. Yeah, what the fuck do you think you're doing? And she's just like, well... I don't give a fuck. I don't bow to any Loa. And he's like, you know what? Fine. You're going to hate it, but fine. <laughs> you want you want out? Great. Get the horde. Save my ass. Then you can get done. Mm -hmm. And that is how that chapter ends. Yes. Thankfully, we don't jump around yet again. So there's not another, another chapter jumping off to see what's going on with like Alaria or something. Nope. We stick on someone for two chapters in a row for the first time in the whole book. Thank God. As basically now she's presenting her case for what she wants to do to the Zanchuli War Council. Although now we're really focused on Zakan chapter. But at least it's the same city. Yeah, we're continuing that plot line where now she shows up and immediately is just like, oh, I know literally like one page ago I said, sure, I'll get the Horde involved and we'll do some stuff. But then she's like, all right, so here's the thing. We know they're trying to kill Buonsambi, so fuck it. We don't need the Horde. We can just send all of our troops to the Buonsambi temples and, like, the Necropolis and just kill them there and force them out into the open, and we can do it ourselves. We don't need the Horde. Yeah, and even the people on the Horde Council. By the way, another person has shown up for this meeting. They managed to get in just before the storm started getting so bad that they would die, uh, which is Rokan, the uh, current chief of the Dark Spear Trolls. Yeah. Which, having Rakan and Zakan there is just like, oh man, it's like having a meeting where you're like, and this is Rick, and this is Dick. You're like, oh, don't do that. You're just pointing at Rick's dick, though. <laughs> this is Rick, this is Dick, this is Rick's dick, this is Dick's Rick. Hi, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm bonded to him. <laughs> I'm peace bonded. Uh, he's my, I'm his Loa. <laughs> I'm the Loa of Rick's. <laughs> the Loa of Rick. <laughs> I got real strong in like 2018 because of some sauce. I don't. I don't really understand what Look, that. Look, Morty, I turned myself into a Loa. <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. There's no reason. Oh, you can't be a Loa, Rick. That's real offensive. You can't do that, man. <laughs> oh no. Oh, jeez. No, you're being offensive for saying it's offensive. <laughs> I practiced candomblé for one year in college. <laughs> so, she is trying to lay all of this out of like, okay, fuck it, we can do it ourselves. Now that Bonsomdi spilled the beans and I know what they're after and it's him, I know where we can hit them. Yeah. Because the problem before was they're basically like ghosts. They just hang out in the fucking swamps and the second we try and send anyone there, they don't have a base camp for us to go to. They just scatter. They also have no sense of self-preservation. They'll just throw waves of themselves at us whether or not they die. I mean, the their big thing is like, we don't even get to have a fight with them. They're like, yeah, yeah we show up to a fire and that fire is just smoldering and they're gone. Yeah. So this, that's not, that's not going to work. You need something extra. Uh, but she is pretty much convinced. She's like, Hey, I'm not doing this. And then also she has to clear the floor for other members of the council to speak. 
uh, Rokon gets to speak fairly. He's like the fourth in line to speak, and he's going to be the one who lets Zakan skip the line and say his big piece. But before they do, there's like some troll that's in the uh, the Zenchuli Council. He's another another Zandalari troll who's just like, yeah, I think this works. I'm on board with our with our queen's great idea. I will support this. Well, I mean, it's the the leader of the like actual army um, forces. Yeah. So they're like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to send our cool ass trolls to go beat the shit out of stuff. I'm Obviously. all about it. Yeah. So he does that. Then Lashk, who's the only Tortolan member of the Z- Zanjuli Council, which means he's a turtle man. Or yep, woman. Big I turtle man. I don't remember which. Uh, Lashk pops up and is like, uh, also, you know, I know Rokan's about to offer that the Horde can help us, but here's the thing. None of us trust the Horde. None of us. Like, she doesn't trust the Horde for her own very specific reasons, sure, but all of us are really worried about the Horde. We have been the whole time. If they come in here and garrison troops under the guise of helping us root out this spider cult or whatever, what's to stop them from completing an invasion while we're at our weakest point and just taking us over? <laughs> Which seems like a weird point to make. Seems they would have done that. point... Like, after Battle for Azeroth, I was gonna say, like, yeah. yeah, but they were already there in force. You, you gave them a big-ass building inside of your big-ass pyramid. Yeah. And they, they were friendly, and then they left. Like, they showed up, fought an old god for you, uh-huh. and then went, hey, thanks, bye, come join our club. Yeah, they did something important for you in all three of your little continent zones. They took out Gahoon in the one, General Jack Rosette in the other, and Zul in this one. They're they're your best pals. Yeah, I don't know why all of them are like, oh, I don't trust that horde. They're like, really? Because they've literally done nothing but be helpful to you, so that's odd. I mean, it'd be pretty funny if they had actually asked Lash that, and he'd be like, I don't know, I've heard of these two cities called Theramor and Teldrassil. Uh, do you need me to keep listing? <laughs> Why don't why don't I trust them? Well, here's the thing. They're terrifying. <laughs> they keep putting the they seem to have a contest for who's the craziest, and then they put that person in charge. <laughs> and then they give them weapons of mass destruction for some reason. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, crazy. Well, welcome to the top of the food chain. Would you like bombs? Uh-huh. Or I don't know, you want to just strap a bunch of Shaw ghosts to you and see what that does? <laughs> you want to just, I don't know. Eat a old god dimension field and see what happens. Woo! Fun. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't call that into question. Instead, he's just like, they're going to invade. And then Rokan comes up and he's like, look, the Horde's going to help you. And then they're going to request that you be in in an alliance with us. We're not. That's the deal. We don't really have a whole lot of secret plans in in the fire right now. This is. And let me just hear what Zakan has to say. Come on, look look at that kid. He really wants to talk. (laughs) Yeah, Zakan manages to be like, hey, if I can. And. Then just everyone is like, what the fuck? I like, like the part where he almost applauds to what something Talanji had said earlier, and then he realizes no one else is doing that, so he tries to hide. <laughs> yeah, he just goes behind a pillar, which is why when he's like, hey, if I may, and then the whole room goes just deadly silent, and he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, now I've got everyone's attention. <laughs> you Use the Horde's help. He just starts out, he's like, you can't do this without the Horde. Oh, shit, I overstepped. Uh... You can't do this without the Horde. Uh, hang on, let me try and I'm going to rephrase this. You, you will, suck. You will die. <laughs> yeah. He's like, look, the Horde can come in and do this for you. You are failing to stop them, and everyone sees that. Mm-hmm. If you try and do this without the Horde and fail again, this kingdom is done. You are done. Yeah. Swallow your fucking pride. Call the Horde. Yeah. Or... I'm just going to throw this out there as a concept if you're looking for it. This is probably the easiest way to do this. Do you have a yellow exclamation mark, 28 gold, and a bracer? Because <laughs> I got, like, one guy who will come in and solve all of this. <laughs> like, if you got somebody around here with some pocket change and a piece of clothing, baby, your problems are over. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is tell them after they've done something for you that they've gained 50 rep with you. Yeah. And then, oh, they are going to do anything you tell them. Yeah. And if you're really, like, truly the most worried you could be about this, like the, the worst case scenario, you got so many pterodactyls. Just get, like, a purple one. Get your extra purple one and just be like, put it in a little box and be like, I will give anyone who solves my problem this purple pterodactyl. Yeah. If 20 people get together and kill this bad guy, for I'll p- give them a per- one of them. A chance at a purple There's pterodactyl. Zero five percent that one of them will get it solved. It's done already. It's already done. It's done before I finish this sentence. 
You still have your purple pterodactyl. They rolled above the 0.5%. Yeah, you could just keep it. Just tell them it's in there. Uh huh. <laughs> but no, he's just like, you got to do this because you are on the brink. And if you fail one more time, you're probably done. Yeah. Now, that's enough that a few council members to start going, you know, <laughs> watermelon, watermelon, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. You've got a good point, though, peas and carrots. Oh, yeah. Some of them are like, well, you know, you got to hand it to him. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, fuck that guy. No, no you bar. don't. Not under any circumstances. <laughs> and then they all get up and leave. And eventually, everyone is managed to uh, make their way out of the room. Rokan puts a hand on his shoulder and is like, hey, good work, kid. And everyone's gone. And then he's just sitting alone in this council chamber. When Bonsamdi comes rolling back in. And Zakan is feeling pretty low because Talanji was like, hey, I'm no. mad at you. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm leaving. And that is what caused everyone to leave. And he's like, ah, shit. I, I suck and have fucked up. And Bonsamdi's like, nah, dude, you're fine. You did a good job in there. You did great. And he's like, I, no, I didn't. I didn't convince them. He's like, you convinced a few of them. And when you think about it, the fact that you showed up here out of nowhere, did basically nothing, and then managed to accomplish that. Now a lot of those people want you in their corner. I'm actually pretty proud of you. Yeah, you managed to convince some council members of a nation that does not like you that you are correct and they should accept your help. Good yeah. job. Now, granted, this is almost certainly just Bonsamdi doing the only thing he can still do, which is blow smoke up people's asses, uh, because he's not like a very straightforward guy, is no. Bonsamdi. So it, it's certainly some kind of trick that he's got this dude, using this dude as his pawn to... I mean, he's mostly just like, look, you're the only one who can currently try and convince Talanji of this. I gotta pep talk you, because if you get down on yourself and are like, I quit, then I'm fucked. Yeah. <laughs> So he's like, hey, great job. Good work. You got to keep going, though. Go befriend Talanji again. Start from the beginning. Do what you have to. Come on. Listen to fucking Christina Aguilera, fighter or whatever, and just get in there, boy. (laughs) Listen to Katy Perry sing Roar. (laughs) Just come on, man. Figure it out. Any one of these pop divas has got what you need. Don't (laughs) listen to any pink songs. But everyone, not because she sucks. It's just that all of her songs are about divorce, and that's not the energy you need right now. You really don't need that divorced mom energy. Uh, I just wanted to walk, just push his way into Talanja's room and be like, let's go get in a fight because we broke up with a shitty man. <laughs> I'm going to go drink and have sex because I don't need no man. And Talanji's like, the fuck? What is happening? Oh, no. Wait, I you, love this energy, you, you but just, uh, what? You just listen to Pink. I get it. No, I'm oh, up to okay. speed. It's fine. <laughs> uh, and that's the chapters, baby. That's it. So, again, nothing has happened. <laughs> Just Thrall showed up, accomplished nothing, and then, uh, you know, Talanji decided to do a thing and then immediately decided not to do that thing. Yeah, Hooray! we're getting really midway through this book and not much has actually happened yet. It's, it's our comfort of, zone. Yeah, it's very much like the first 30 seconds of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you know, where they get that, like, Galadriel talking about whispers of a nameless fear. We're still in that. Yeah, it's a whole book about, you know, rumors of wars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I assume they all are, unless they're about Madan, because there's no chance of him making his way into the game. I mean, I have to imagine that the books that are about things that already happened in the game and are like, oh, I'm going to write a book, you know, like the book about Arthas. Oh, yeah, that's fair. You got to go, oh, that's fine, because all of that shit has already been established, so you can actually have plot happen, because we know what the plot is. Yeah, you could probably do a whole story about, like, Gerard's Shadow, Shadow Song, because like, he died... During the invasion of the on of uh, uh, what do you call the Akir in in uh, on Karaj, like way way back in the Silithus stuff, so you could be like, yeah, great. This dude was here's a bunch of stories about him because he's dead five thousand years before the game starts. We already know his whole deal yeah. and what it leads into, so it's fine. Yeah, but this being the bridge between two expansions, again, they can't be like, ha ha, major shit happening. They got to be like, ha ha. There's every, everyone is still around. Yeah. This is a book to remind we you sure of the are, names of everyone. We sure are re-racking the pool balls. That's what we're doing right now. All right, let's I'm not even giving it the dignity of a chess metaphor. Ah. We're definitely setting those pins back up. We're definitely dumping the bottom out of this Connect 4 game. Oh, I'm dumping the bottom out. <laughs> Woo! Hey! Hey, so, you know, tune in next week for more, or two weeks from now, for more exciting content like that. But meantime, if you would like to hear some bonus content where we talk about weird shit from WoW history or just things that interest us, you can do that by heading over to our Patreon. 
That's patreon.com slash systemmastery, where if you support us at the $4 level, you'll unlock a couple of things. First of all, you'll unlock ad-free, single RSS for all of our shows. So good. <clears throat> Best way to get around all those pesky ads, which we don't like and you don't like, and why bother? Just give us the money directly. Mm, pesky gi- ads? Yeah, don't give them to Spotify megaphones so that they can give the money to, I don't know, a, a mattress company, or get money from a mattress company or whatever the fuck. Just give it to us. Yeah. Um, also, you get a single RSS feed instead of three of them. What a convenience. So nice. Also, you get bonus content. Loads of it. Reams. Because not only do you get the bonus content for System Mastery, but you also get the bonus content for Expanded or Expounded Universe, which we call Expanded Expounded Universe, where we go and we dig up stories from whatever wiki makes sense for the book we're currently reviewing to talk to each other and to you about. That's right. And there's so much stuff. We've got years of content in there. So joining and figuring out what you like and what you don't, everything's in there. It's all for you, Damien. Mm-hmm. We did it for you. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's four bucks over at patreon.com slash system mastery. And hey, if you can't support us, we understand. You see, all you got to do in that that situation is stop listening to this. You didn't earn it. No, Uh, I'm kidding. You have to earn our love. Just just write a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever it is. Yes, and then we'll be very proud of you. Whatever still exists. We'll be be the proud papa. We'll be the proud papa. Or you can buy our books. Whatever you got to do. Do what you got to (laughs) do. Do what you got to do to get our love. Yeah. So anyway, I want to thank you all so much for listening. I've been Maev Shadow Song. <laughs> and I love stuff and things. I, I didn't prepare for this at all. I'm sorry. Did you want one, anyone different? I'm Bane Bloodhoof. <laughs> and I'm technically not a druid. I'm Mancrick. <laughs> I, I love my wife. I'm the original wife guy. There it is. Good enough. <laughs> 